0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister, welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show, today is July the 18th. 2020, strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin do not accept a new normal. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification. We'll be talking about those two. Conviction, golden age. All right, dudes. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing tonight? It's Saturday night. Questions and answers. Yeah. You have questions, I have answers. It's beyond Bitcoin. Ask questions that have nothing to do with Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, right here. Health, anything you want to talk about, current events, just type in uh, Proud Zionist Jew. That's the name of this backup channel. Get my attention somehow. Hello, my elite friends. Oh, yes. And check out This Week in Bitcoin on the main channel, disruptmeister.com. You can see this channel there and that channel, Disrupt My John Vallis. Uh, Brandon uh, from Bitcoin Magazine and Federico were on this week at Bitcoin on Friday. It was awesome. So don't be a tree. Actually, check out the links below. I, I do want to say if you're watching this live, I have not added the links uh, that I will mention. You know the articles that I will refer to, like the Ben Shapiro show that I'm going to tell to, that I'm going to tell you to look at. That I'll add that after the show. So live people, you're paying attention anyway. You're not clicking on the links during the show, but after the show, we'll add the links. All you people watching this on tape. Play the 2X and you can click on all those links linked to below. All right. So outrage begets outrage. So don't become emotionally outraged and fall into the trap where you can be controlled. Okay. Michael Krieger wrote a little bit about that. Uh, He says, opt out of the system. He's tired of all the outrage. Yes. Don't go crazy, people. Uh, Economic invincibility. His... There's a video that I'll link to below. People call you the worst names, okay, when they want to get you outraged. They call you a national socialist. Uh, I'm not even going to say what that name is. They call you a racist, and it's based on power dynamic and just wasting your time. They want to waste your time. They want to gain power over you by calling you a name. And what you have to do, you can't get outraged. You can't get angry. Just when you're called, don't engage the people on social media that try to do that to you, okay? Okay. When called names, just say, I don't care, and move on. I don't care. It's that simple. No. All right. And Roman Q says, what does your shirt say? It says uh, Satoshi in Japanese. And uh, here you go. You can see the back. It's it's a Bitcoin shirt. I, was that Roman Q? Or are you just joking? I mean, I, you, you've you seen this shirt many times. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, for those of you who don't know, that's the uh, guy who came up with Bitcoin. So. Pound that like button for Bitcoin, but we're doing beyond Bitcoin tonight. Ah, uh, here on the backup channel. So, and hey, ch- I I've rehashed some old shows here on this channel. So check check them out. Just click on the proud Zionist Jew button, and then check out the other sh- the other videos that are here. There's a lot of them. One one of me partying in Baltimore. All sorts of crazy things from Baltimore I uploaded and beyond other Beyond Bitcoin shows from two years ago I uploaded earlier this week. There's all sorts of stuff. So CNN is trying to shame some defiant people in Britain. Britain is the worst hit country outside of the US and Brazil, but it still won't wear masks. <laughs> that's, that's the article. What a great article. The masses don't do anything, man. They don't even. <laughs> they, 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 it's all about shaming. It's it's all about shaming and creating this narrative. Don't, don't let it get it down. I look at CNN every day, the CNN.com, just to get the vibe from the other side, from the hysterical side. I don't get outraged by it and uh, get into Twitter fights with with people who are who believe the screaming Karens. My lord, my lord. Now. Uh, earlier this week, or I guess it was a week ago now, Disney World opened in Florida again. It, it reopened, and they have – it's outdoors, people. If you've ever been there to the Magic Kingdom, uh, Epcot, whatever, uh, it, it's outdoors mostly. I mean you go in the Haunted Mansion, I guess that's indoors. But Dumbo, it's outdoors. It's hot out there in, in Orlando this time of year. Uh, and when I was a kid, we would go in October. We, we as, as a child, I, I went to Disney World a few times in October and when it was very good weather but the point is is that this is you know things are getting back to normal all right well i don't believe in a new normal now disney sort of does because they're making people wear masks and you know they're doing all this crazy stuff that's their private uh i just put i just i just just, like pick my ear kind of and i thought i like had something on my finger i hope i didn't put anything in my ear there don't don't play around your ears people that's uh that's a no no don't put uh (laughs) <laughs> don't don't uh, put Q-tips in your ears You got to be careful with the, the, the old eardrum there's, there's a health tip for you But going back to Disney <laughs> Pound that like button Going back to Disney uh, the, the great Alex Berenson Had this tweet. A good guy to follow on Twitter Hadn't realized how much Team Apocalypse Hates the fact that Disney World has reopened Which is fine of course It's a huge mostly outdoor space And Disney can control capacity However it likes but any move toward nor- normality just maddens the doomsayers, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It's a sickness. It, it's really crazy, man, that the, these people are in this doom cult, in the, the virus mass movement, virus panic mass movement, that when you know a, a, a big private uh, organization like uh, Disney opens up, they're sad about it. They're angry. They, they, I mean the, the attacks on Disney – if you don't like Disney, don't go to Disney. Okay. If you think you're going to get sick by walking around the Magic Kingdom, don't, don't go there. all right? But it is. I mean, it was pretty hardcore on social media last uh, last Saturday and Sunday. Right? I mean, they've left it behind now. They moved on. W- whatever, whatever. Uh, Twitter defied. It's not trending anymore. Okay. They've jumped on the latest uh, the latest mindless uh, mindless trend on social media. And uh, let's talk about property tax increases. I warned about this before. And now we got an article over at Fox News, and local governments weigh major tax hikes to plug the virus-induced shortfalls. Oh yeah, attack vector right there for you dudes that uh, own houses. Some of these local governments, you're going it's gonna be big time property tax increases uh, to, to pay for the. Supposed uh, virus shortfalls and there and are there are legitimate shortfalls. They didn't have to. They didn't have to shut everything down and not collect uh, the usual taxes they collected from businesses. And I don't like any taxes. OK, but there's going to be shortfalls in states and cities. But in the end of the day, they're going to beg the government, the federal government for a bailout. We're going to get into that later. And depending on who's president, no, uh, well, they'll probably get it no matter who's president. They shouldn't. They they were not responsible. They they were not responsible. They didn't, they didn't have long-term thinking. Oh, let's shut everything down. Oops, we have no more money because we're not collecting any more money. Oops, now we gotta be beggars. Or oops, we gotta we gotta uh tax the producers even more, which will drive them away. Oh, it's a death spiral, all right. Now, in this is a real headline, speaking about doomers that we were just talking about, the doomers in Disney. Sweden's virus death toll is now approaching zero, but expert, experts are warning others not to hail it as a success. <laughs> that's also from Alex Berenson. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Don't, don't be happy; it's not a success that Sweden. You know, what Sweden did they they didn't they didn't have many restrictions. Okay, they let people personal responsibility. Let people do what they wanted to do. If you wanted to wear a mask, they, were, they didn't shut down the whole economy. And look, now the death toll is approaching zero. Okay, uh, the, the, the new deaths—it's it, slowing down. All right, and uh, but, but experts are warning others not to not to hail it as it is a success. What's a success? What should we hail as a success? There is no success. We should all be sad. We should we should want more people to die. Is, is that what we should want? We should uh, we should just hide in our houses until an untested vaccine comes out in 2021 that we should give to our children who weren't getting it anyway? Is that, is that success that we give our children an untested vaccine? Maybe that's, maybe that's what you define as success. I don't know. Because is, is that when we should be happy? Because I, I'm happy when I hear about people not dying. I think that's pretty cool when people stop dying from all sorts of things. That That's something we should be happy about. But hey, I, you can't, can you, can you sell, I guess you sell more newspapers, you get more clicks for, for scary stuff, for scaring people. Now, speaking about the, the media, how so much, uh, a large percent of the, the, the people, the, the organizations that are supposed to bring truth to the masses, truth to the people, you, you read a newspaper, you're supposed to find out the truth. They do research. They're, they're, they're not, they're not biased. They're not, uh, into one narrative that they're promoting. Uh, they don't They don't have a, a culture of uh, a toxic culture where everyone has to abide by this, the same rules of like, no, you can't write about this. But Barry Weiss, a lot of you heard Barry Weiss. She was like a, a moderate. She was neither left nor right. Maybe she was a little left, who knows? But she had honest articles over at the New York Times and she quit. And she had a devastating a devastating resignation letter that you that I linked to below so, some places you, you, there was a paywall blocking it. But if you go straight to her blog you can find it there and it's linked to below it will be linked to below and she basically says I mean they're, they're trying to fit in with the Twitter trends they're not they're not writing articles based on uh, truth. They're, they're, they're writing articles that are they're fitting into certain narratives and that are going to get clicks that are twitter ready basically oh and hey that they can do that they can do that if they wanted to. but you should know that the, the the trusted source america's paper of record uh it, it's uh there, there are plenty of people over there 1619 project they just – they want to call everyone a racist. I mean that's that's their narrative. Everyone's a racist, and that sells. I mean the the publisher even said they were going to focus on racism this year, and, and lo and behold, they are. I mean they're doing what they said they're going to do. They're, they're scaring everyone about racism and uh, just every, everyone – anything you do is racist. Anything you do is racist. So don't read that. I don't read the New York Times. <laughs> uh, and it's good she quit. I mean if, if, they, if she thought they were wrong, if they were morally wrong, uh, uh, according to Barry Weiss, then quit. Yeah, then yeah, that that's good. I, I I think she's a respectable person for getting out of that situation. Now, we're going to talk about uh, obesity in a second, but let's see what we have here. Uh, Roman Q, uh, if Biden wins, do you think the media hysteria will end after the inauguration? Oh, with the virus? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it might just end the day he wins. Yeah, they, they'll stop talking about the virus the day he wins. It, it, it won't they. They won't wait till January. It'll be November. It'll be. Yes. Yes, definitely. There's, there's enough. M- most of this right now uh, is just to, to bring down. Uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, it, it's it's quite it's quite crazy. The, the hysteria of, of, around the virus is mostly uh, the, th- to, to bring down the, the president of the United States. But, I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy. It's right. That's that's it. What can you what can you say for, for what can you do is. Don't understand. That's what it is. So you don't become sick in your head and worried about it, and and, and think that you know you're going to die. I mean, there's so I'm going to tell you some stories. I mean, there's some people that are really really scared out there, and that's not good for their health. They should understand that you now. There's it sells papers. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are so desperate to bring down the president. They had they put they've invested so much of their lives in other people living through political people. They have no lives of their own that they that. It means so much to them to, to bring down the president of the United States that they'll lie and, and just scare people. I mean it, it's, it's quite sickening. But you, So if you understand that, then you won't become uh, hysterical and you, you can just do your regular – live your freaking regular life if you understand what's what's really going on out there. Now, Bitcoin in the Moon says in Melbourne, they have just announced the introduction of compulsory mask wearing uh, when away from your house with the exception of exercise – $200 on the spot fines. Defiance defiance, indeed. It's ridiculous. So you, you, people are going to say, well, in Australia, are they trying to bring down the president? There might be. They, pro- I mean, so many people, <laughs> it's pretty pathetic that people in other first world countries care so much about who's president of the United States. They really do. They really do. So I would say in some first world countries, yeah. Some people are selling that narrative to bring down the president of the United States. But a lot of it is uh, just to support their favorite politician. So uh, if the leftists in their country are really into the mask wearing, they're furthering the narrative. So the leftists stay in power. So it, it, it's, it's to support other politicians. But it, it, some people are so sick. Those people are worse. Those people are worse than the Americans. The international people who are so obsessed with Donald Trump. I mean, they're not even Americans. I mean, that's that's more pathetic than the people of the New York Times, the the people, some of these outlets uh, that are the you know the BBC or something like that. If there are people out there that are just uh, spreading the narrative to bring down uh, Trump, I mean, who cares? Who cares? Why do you care who's president of the United States? I mean, that's that's kind of whack. But I mean, control your own freaking destiny, British people. And the British people are doing that. Again, the, the CNN is shaming the British people, so they must be doing something right over there. Pound that like button. Uh, God, good. So, uh, all right. All right. All right. Good. Uh, Jordan Rivera says he has a strong hand. Dude, you got to watch the channel more. I don't know why you haven't been watching the channel, dude. No excuse. No excuse on your part, Jordan Rivera. Yeah, I mean, you know where the backup channel – this is the backup channel. then the main channel. New show every day, disruptmeister.com. All right. But thanks for being here tonight, Jordan wherever you may be. Now, we talked about Sweden and the property, Barry Weiss, complexity worship. Yaron Brook brought up this term. I thought it's a great term. I'll talk more about it on my Bitcoin shows because there's a lot of people in the space, and I've talked about this before, they will watch like technically uh, complex videos for an hour and they they won't even comprehend anything that they're, they're listening to. And they'll be like, that was the best video. Yeah, because it's complexity worship. You're worshiping complexities, a complexity, something you don't even understand. And there's so many people out there, especially in in philosophy, that are, uh, they're complex for the sake of complexity, okay? Don't fall for it, people. Sometimes they're pretty simple explanations and they're pretty simple techniques. And uh, you you can get down to the nitty gritty and that's enough. Uh, You don't have to, uh, uh, everything isn't uh, a a post-grad level uh, in life. All right. So and don't worship complexity just because someone's talking in, in long bit in big words and uh, putting out fancy sets and graphics there doesn't mean they're right. So uh, I, I think certain media outlets uh, get get their piece of uh, complexity uh, worship out there. I mean, look at our expert here. Watch our expert talk about complex matters. And the expert really isn't talking about it. He sounds like it's complex. It's complex. He's just talking nonsense. So don't blindly worship, uh, complexity. If you're not understanding something, uh, don't try to fit in and say like, Oh, that was so great. Just say, I just wasted my time. I didn't understand it. It's probably useless. Let me just, <laughs> let me watch something that I've got, I'm going to actually learn from here. And, uh, yeah, but, but I mean, sometimes some, some subjects are very difficult. Okay. And obviously are going to be quite complex, but I, I think you get the point here. Uh, there is a, – in a lot, of, a lot of different aspects of life, there is a lot of blind complexity of worship. We'll talk more about it in the Bitcoin space uh, tomorrow. Uh, I mean, yeah, tomorrow in, in the future. All right. Like for me, uh, the Lightning Network, all these people start talking about the technical aspects of it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's good. But I'm not going to just start screaming like, man, that was the best darn video ever. Why? I mean, no, it wasn't. I didn't, I didn't understand lots of it because I don't, I'm not a technical person. I'm not going to waste my time watching this stuff. (laughs) All right. So obesity leads to more deaths than coronavirus. That's something uh, to remember there. Uh, and so this is a Mark Lobliner was, uh, commenting on uh, Elena Dunham, uh, or Lena Dunham, but I don't know how you pronounce her name, uh, She's obese, morbidly obese, and she may have some other uh, medical issues now, or she claims to have some other medical issues. She didn't live a very healthy lifestyle. Uh, She's she's only like thirty-four years old, and uh, but she's wearing a bikini, and people are, you know, it's it's to sell the bikini. It's praising obesity is a sickness. It's a sickness. It is it's a sickness you bring about upon yourself. Morbid obesity is is a sickness that can be controlled. You don't have to get that. I mean, if personal responsibility, don't eat, eat, don't eat certain things, eat healthy, don't drink soda, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so this guy, Mark, about, about this and this this Dunham bikini pic, and I mean, if you dare, you can check it out. I'll link to it uh, when the show is over. Uh, I love how we promote obesity being sexy when it is one of the comorbidities that cause people to get to, 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 to get and have a greater risk of dying from uh, the virus. So many contradictions from the SJWs nowadays pound that like button. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. You get these SJWs saying, oh, you can't you're, – you're a criminal uh, if you don't wear uh, a mask. But they're, they don't get that you <laughs> – that the people they're trying to protect wouldn't even need protection if uh, they didn't uh, stuff their face, their pie holes and, and drink and do horrible things to their bodies. It's a choice, people. Most of the time, it is a choice uh, to end up uh, morbidly obese, uh, like this. Uh, the bikini uh, picture, and if you go through the thread, you can see other people post other billboards of morbidly obese women. You know, just praising that, praising that. Okay, so I mean, if you want to be morbidly obese, be morbidly obese. If you think that's sexy, that's. Sexy. But there are consequences to that. Okay, there are long-term consequences when some. Uh, Uh, a a novel virus comes out you're more susceptible to it in fact you're much more susceptible for dying from anything when you're that freaking obese okay but they they don't they don't think no long-term thinking. live for the day live for the day obesity is sexy hey dudes make make your own choices understand what freedom is okay now uh and here adding to that uh this this guy who's this guy, purpose warrior says I'm going to start taking this is, I'm going to start taking processed meats and soda out of people's carts at the store tell them they can't buy it because it lowers their immune system and makes them more vulnerable to disease when they say they can eat what they want I'll say it's not about you it's about others <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah so I, I think i think you get the point right there now uh don't don't drink that soda i only drink water all right now what do we have here we talked about uh oh articles of unity i i think i mentioned this a uh, brett and eric weinstein I, I did mention this they they want to have a uh, centrist uh ticket you know, get get a milk toast Republican and a milk toast together, and let them run, and they think that's going to change the world. <laughs> uh, if the and this is what uh, who who puts this one out here? If Eric or Brett put this out there, one of the uh, philosopher kings that they are. I'm saying that in a joking manner, of course, in the, they're smart guys, of course, in the Republic. If the Republic is to survive, we Americans must break the duopoly stranglehold on power. But how can we do that without the risk of empowering the greater evil? Oh, well, we must rely on you, Eric and Brett. That's how you, you guys are the philosopher king. So please tell us how to, uh, how, how won't we empower the greater evil? Okay. Lead us, lead us, please. Uh, bringing the center left and center right, uh, bringing the center left and center right together, the unity ticket disempowers both major parties rather than empowering one or the other. Okay. It sounds real nice. Good luck to them. They're competing. They're creating. They're not destroying anything. I I think they're naive. Okay. They might be like 180 IQ geniuses or whatever, uh, Eric and Brett. Uh, they, first of all, they think they know better than everyone else and, they're naive in the sense that they think most voters actually use their brains. It's all emotion. Okay. If you're going to have your unity ticket, I mean, it better be sexy or it better be, I mean, there better be some like emotional triggering uh, fake aspect to it. Okay. Totally worthless aspect to it, but that's, don't worry about it guys. It's, it's not going to save the world. The world isn't going to end. If Biden becomes president, if Trump stays president, it's not. It's not, dude. We, we will survive. The republic will survive. <laughs> All right, calm down. Here, <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're. Hey, the more competition, the better. Do do a third party. Do whatever you want to do, dudes. Um, but you got you got to understand the voting class is entrenched in their ways. So many of them to see D or R, and that's it, dude. So. Good luck. I, I people have asked me what I thought, think about it. Uh, I, I don't have. I mean, I don't think much about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. I think they can do what they want to do, and that's great. That they 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 can try what they want to try. Good luck. But if it fails, and if whoever becomes president, your these guys, Eric and Brett, they put these leaders. They're obsessed with Trump. They have TDS. So since they have TDS. They, they put that, the position of president on, on this pedestal, like it makes that big of a freaking difference. Have, I mean, why are you guys interested in who's running for Congress, who's running for Senate? I mean, there's three branches of freaking government out there, dudes. If you're that interested in uh, in the, the United States falling apart, the, the survival of the republic, the republic is based on three branches of government. But they can do what they want to do, and uh, I'm just—it's fine. I'm not. I'm not I'm not joining their movement or or whatever. It's, it's wasting my time. Complete, completely. I want to, i want to be productive. I'm, I, I want to, I want to do politics is not very productive. I know I'm living my life through me. I'm not living it through whoever's president of the United States. Like, uh, those two dudes are. And, uh, I hope they, uh, Eric needs to work on his diet a little bit, or is it Brett? I, I get them confused. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, if they if they want us to be here for the 2028 election, the, the one who's uh, obese should really uh, work on uh, what he's eating there. Now, uh, so this this is a tweet from Udi, and it's uh, people were ripping on Ivanka Trump, but she's promoting a new ad campaign dubbed "Find Something New," and that's for the people who, because of the government, have lost their jobs. Um, that Perhaps instead of just waiting around, they should find something new. Which is, it's always good to be in motion. People uh, don't that, don't be a tree. If if you that attitude of being a tree, like oh, all the businesses left my small town. I'm going to stay here and just collect a government check. That's not very productive. All right, it, we, we, it's a big country, 50 states, lots of opportunities out there. Sometimes you got to move. Sometimes you got to do research. Sometimes you got to reinvent yourself. You got to be nimble. But Udi, it's beautiful here. You know, if your line of work became irre- irrelevant due to the virus, that sucks. It does. But it's also just reality. If someone's trying to help you find something new, they're on your side. If someone's trying to convince you to keep at what doesn't work, they want you to suffer. So that, that goes beyond this entire situation. If, if you're in a, a dead-end job and people are just, and, and you're clearly unhappy. And people are saying, no, oh, no, no, just stick with it, stick, stick, stick with it, stick with it. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't, it's too hard to, to switch up your life. Uh, you, you, you don't have the education. You should stick in the city because it's a good, you know, you stick at your dead end job as you get to stay in this town. I mean, they're not, and if they know you're unhappy, they're not helping you. Find something new that's, if someone wants you to help you find something new, that is, that's help. That's legitimate. Uh, someone trying to add to your life, and you, you shouldn't. Uh, that's a positive vibe given off by that that saying. Find something new. So people are, are ripping. Well, they just want to rip on Ivanka, but they're ripping on Ivanka. That's that's something that uh, some people like to do. Hey, that, that's what they do. But don't be a tree. That that's that's the, the lesson there. Now, on, on past shows, we talked about. What will be the third big story of the year uh, that will cause uh, havoc and, and mayhem in the United States and the world? We had the the virus, then we had the riots, and then this week it was announced that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was uh, went down the hop went up to Hopkins in Baltimore, but she's in D.C. and she's announced that yes, she she's going through chemo again, but she has cancer again, and she's had it. I mean, this was, we've known it was going to come back for a while. She's what 87 years old or something like that. And she smoked back in the day. And it's, it's a miracle that she's still um, alive at this point. Uh, and I, I've said before in the show, she should really uh, reveal what her, her health regimen is. I give her all the credit in the world for, for lasting as long as she had with these serious disease, uh, the numerous cancers and they're, 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 get, they're cutting in there, cutting things out of her and stuff. But again, uh, so now she's going through chemo, and she has cancer. It's out there, um, so she could die uh, before the election, and she she could die she could die before the inauguration. Even that that I'll say this: if she dies like uh, next week or in a month, that will be a huge, huge story because <laughs> uh, because I I think it. It'll be part of the riot stories, and it'll be part of the virus stories. You, you'll, it'll tie it all together. It will tie it all together because uh, they will. Pe- these, like it doesn't really matter that much who is uh, on the Supreme Court, okay? But the way the mean the way the media has bought into that uh, narrative, and the way certain people have bought into that narrative, it, it does. So the so who knows how they'll hype the coronavirus, uh, the virus, and how they'll hype. Uh, riots or encourage people to riot because she died or something like that. Who who knows what, will, what, what the media will come up with that, that can tie it all together. Uh, but I will say this. I will say this about uh, Donald Trump at, at that point. If she dies next week or in a month, he should go balls to the freaking wall. And I, I'm serious. He should appoint the most conservative <laughs> justice imaginable. Just because they're going to riot anyway. The media is going to go crazy anyway. You're going to either win or lose the election. Uh, It's not him winning or losing the election isn't going to be based upon who he nominates to take her place if she does. OK, that's that's not going to that's not going to decide if he wins or loses the election. Trust me on that. So why not appoint the most freaking conservative person imaginable just to like stick it? To, to drive people crazy. I mean, I, I think it would be, I think it would be hilarious. I think, I think it would be absolutely hilarious. He might, and he might just do that. And I think it's, I think it is technically possible. Uh, she could, she could die like uh, in October and uh, he could lose the election. And still, well, I, I don't know all the technicalities, but the Senate's controlled by the Republicans, the Congress, the House of Representatives is controlled by the Democrats, but they could still uh, get a, a very, someone uh confirmed before biden became president eh, who, and that would cause riots too i mean why not why i just put it out there why not why because it's not something to riot over people it is it's, it's totally ridiculous you have better things to live for in life but it will show you how dependent people are on the government how they live their lives through the government if he does that if she does die um and he appoints an incredibly conservative more conservative than Scalia, than, than anyone in the last 50 years or something like that. Just just go balls to the wall, dude. Go balls to the wall. And, and that, that actually might help him. It won't, it won't cause him to lose the election again. It, it might help him win the election. Who, who knows? Uh, because people will say, oh, good. He's actually doing something we like. He's actually not being wishy-washy or trying to be like the Weinstein brothers and be like centrist about it. You know, Centrist really doesn't get people excited does it i mean i mean think about it uh, i i mean it, it's it's a legitimate position it's like yeah you know I, i'm neither here nor there i mean it's it's legitimate but it doesn't you don't really have to stand for much if, if you're a centrist you don't have to really go out on the limb at, at all uh so that that's another reason why i just i, I call it like let's find the milk toast candidate democrats and republican possible and do this centrist thing. Okay. I just went back. All right. So we'll see what happens to uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> so the, the tor- Toronto or Canada, I don't, I think it was the federal government of, of Canada said, no blue Jays. You can't play at the sky dome. Oh, sorry. Rogers center this year. Uh, so now it looks like the blue Jays are going to either play in Dunedin, Florida, their spring training home or in Buffalo, New York. So, Canada you're absolutely ridiculous (laughs) oh this if we let Major League Baseball with no one watching the games at the Skydome come here it's going to cause problems oh my god what what has this world come to what does this world come to so hopefully they can do the games in Buffalo um and I think that would be great when uh, the Orioles would play in Buffalo and all the fans of the uh the Rochester Red Wings back in the day, they're, they're Oriole fans up in upstate New York because the, the Red Wings used to be the Orioles minor league team in, in Rochester. So yeah, like Buffalo, the state, if they actually let fans come, because Major League Baseball is being a wimp also, and they're not letting any fans come to the games. These huge stadiums, huge stadiums, I mean, you, you could say, okay, I would say let everybody come, okay? But if they're scared, if 5,000 people in, in a 40,000-seat stadium, you could- all be six feet apart or, or whatever uh but 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 hopefully eventually in, in they'll play in buffalo and uh, when the orioles coming down to and the Yankees coming down to and the red sox coming down to there'll probably be a lot if they let fans come in there'll be a lot of uh an enemy fans not not cheering for the blue jays there but canada you're a disgrace <laughs> i link to the article though and buffalo is a city that's uh down on its luck, kind of like Baltimore. So I think it would be fun uh, if they have something positive. I think it's positive, but it it looks more likely they might just play in in Dunedin, Florida, the spring training home of the blue Jays, which is right next to Tampa would be convenient for the, uh, the Tampa uh, Toronto series. Okay. You don't, you guys don't hear about baseball. (laughs) And I I, I do talking about politics and the virus though. And and we're, and we're, Where I'm from, Maryland. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina until September 15th. But I'll be going back to Maryland for Rosh Hashanah, September 15th. Uh, It starts with September 18th. The, The governor of Maryland, you've probably heard of him by now, Larry Hogan. He's a centrist Republican. So he doesn't like Trump. And He's been pretty oppressive when it comes to the virus now lately he hasn't been as oppressive he let Maryland go back to work you know that, that great that he let the Marylanders go back to work but he is so using this for political gain he is using this to he's already started a presidential tour okay because his term ends uh, in 2022 and you can only be uh, governor for two terms in Maryland and he's been he's been governor since uh, 2014. And, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, he's going on news. He, he started tours. He's going on the new, national news talking about the virus. He is totally using the virus for his own political benefit. Okay. So there are politicians, Democrats, but he's a Republican. He's a Republican that is totally using it for his benefit. And that, that's another sick aspect of this. So some of these guys out uh, there, they're not using it to hate, hate on Trump. They are using it just to boost their own political careers. They're stressing this out, keeping people a little worried, keeping taking their freedoms away, letting them become more and more dependent, forcing them to be more and more dependent on the government for their own political careers. That is Larry Hogan. That is Larry Hogan, governor of Maryland, using this to boost his uh, national recognition so he can run for president in 2024. Disgraceful. But it's, it's another reason why – You've got to understand this virus thing is a joke. And here's another thing about the statistics behind the virus. We have all heard by now this PPP. There's so many PPP scans out there. Uh, if, you're, if your business was shut down, you can get a loan from the government to pay all your employees. And, of course, the people that are making up fake businesses that are stealing millions of dollars from the government. Uh, and this is bound to happen. When the government gets involved, when they give incentives to lie, people are going to lie. So, yeah. We've got some free money. Okay. Uh, people start lying. And in hospitals, hospitals get paid. We've gone through this before. They get paid more money if the person dies of, COVID, uh, of the virus. Okay. So if, if people are scamming PPP or hospital, of course, there are hospitals that are scamming the government that are lying about how many uh, uh, you can die with it instead of dying of it. All right. And there are plenty of them that are just saying they died of it when people died with it. And if you don't think that hospitals are corrupt like that, you got to not, you got a lot to learn. You're, you're naive because it's right in your face. You're seeing all the scams with PPP. Why not? If there's free money on the hospital end, why wouldn't they lie also? Okay? Why not? Government, mixed economy. Creates in- sickening incentives like this for people to lie, people to exaggerate, so they get paid more. And uh, a- another reason why the hysteria continues because they're getting paid to lie. And uh, some media, and, and instead, of the media researching it, saying, oh, "Wait, wait, this these numbers don't sound right. Are these people dying with it, dying because of it? it are there financial incentives? No, they're not. They're not focusing on that. They're just like." oh, some, some 12-year-old uh, died of the flu, but we'll just say they uh, uh, died of uh, the virus or something like, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Oh, yeah, if anybody's got uh, questions, more questions, type it in. I'll, I'll answer them, but uh, where are we here? Okay, 38 minutes in. Good, good. I'm making a good pace. Uh, retweet this to people. That's a great way to support the show. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I don't, I don't need financial uh, contributions. There are ways to do that, but it's so easy just to retweet it and spread it on social media. All right, so we talked about the the, the lovely city of Buffalo, the hospitals. All right, here's one that everyone wants to hear about. African American Museum removes, the, the African American Museum in DC, which is owned by the Smithsonian, which is owned by the taxpayers, removes a controversial chart linking whiteness to self-reliance decision make, and decision-making. Now, I, I'll link to a video where Ben Shapiro totally goes off on this in, in a great way just to show how ridiculous this chart was. The National Museum of African uh, American History and Culture claims that self-reliance, objective, rational thinking, and hard work, the nuclear family, and being polite are among the aspects and assumptions of white culture in the United States. Uh, some of these aspects include rugged individualism, self-reliance the nuclear family, objective, rational, linear thinking, hard work is the key to success, follow rigid time schedules, and be polite. So they, they say that's whiteness, okay? And so this is this is racism against black people. I mean, <laughs> so what? It, 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 you, you, you shouldn't all those qualities that they gave out that's not that's not white or black that's success okay that's long term thinking that's deferral of gratification that's coming up with a plan that's using your head that's not being impulsive okay that's something anyone can do that's not whiteness and so when they when someone found out this this chart existed they they took it down because <laughs> i'm sure someone there was just like oh this is this is completely ridiculous this sounds like something, not that a, a, an African-American museum would have, but some like racist uh, organization would have to say that these, these are the qualities of white people. <laughs> I mean, so they were trying to say these are bad qualities. Uh, <laughs> personal responsibility is a white thing. I mean, so Ben Shapiro, in his video, he points out that there are many people who who, who believe that all those things that I just said, those qualities, they are bad or they, they should be eliminated. They are, even though they bring success to people, they don't, they don't, they don't think they bring success to people. Okay. They just think it's part of the system and that it should be brought down and people should be encouraged to be the opposite of all those things. And they don't, the, the people who encourage, they, they want a disintegration of society. He calls them disintegrationist or something. All right. Yes. But they, 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 they are short-term thinkers themselves. When everything disintegrates, what will you have then? What will you have then if you get your dream where the nuclear family, where hard work, where rational thinking, where self-reliance, where those things are not – where rugged individualism, where that's all gone? What will you get then? They don't They don't, They don't. don't know what, they, what they'll get. They don't think. They don't have a plan. They just think that's all bad. That's all bad because that's – they think that's whiteness and that that is that, – that's racism right there. As a, anyone can participate – anyone can have those qualities and everyone should have those qualities I mean you don't have to be, be but if you have those qualities you're gonna you're gonna be successful okay you're not gonna be complaining you're not gonna victim, the victim mentality has gone wild. why I mean it's, what's a chart that, that you should be I, I, I complain about everything I'm a victim. I let the government make decisions for me. I don't think I'm not rational. I live for the day. Uh, I'm not healthy. I, <laughs> I, I'm, a, am I want people to, uh, I'm not in the rugged, uh, i want to be pampered, uh, <laughs> insanity. All right. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, if <laughs> I, I'll say those simple, uh, you know, be polite right, right now in schools, they're, they're, they're starting to teach so much nonsense like the 1619 project, they uh, that, that every that that the United States of America is evil. That everyone that you, you, that that certain people are victims, and that you should uh, feel you know treat people uh, differently based on race. If they just taught those simple, you know, hard work is the key to success, follow rigid time schedules, nuclear family, rational thinking. It just just really kept it simple in schools. The country would be stronger. There would be more productive people in America. But it, everybody wants to go uh, – <laughs> these feel-good social justice narratives, they're just they're a bunch of nonsense. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. You just got to come back to the core values. But people have forgotten core values to a point where they vilified core values and saying it's whiteness. All right, be, be, be my guess. It's It's whiteness. If you – If if you don't want to do things that make you successful because you think white people do it, then you only have yourself to blame. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Pound that like button. And Ben Shapiro does a good job in his video. CNN has an article that shows in Israel, Serbia, Bulgaria, they are protesting in the streets. Good. They're, They're protesting the virus in the streets. Good. They should be. I'm glad other countries' people are getting fed up. They're being defiant. So abolish the suburbs. That was in my title, and I think Trump he he tweeted that out as kind of an exaggeration of what uh, Democrats are uh, asking for now. And abolish the suburbs. That sounds pretty insane, right? Like you you are no longer allowed to live in suburbs. People are no longer allowed to live in. Sub- I mean, that that sounds fascist. It sounds for the good of the country, we must. Everyone must live in the city so that uh, we will have unity amongst all the groups of people who might not want to be together, poor and rich living right next to each other. No choice, no choices, just, you're all going to live in the city. No more. Well, that, that sounds like something out of some uh, insane uh, end of the world type of novel. Okay. A dystopian novel. And, but I'll, I'll tell you this a year ago, a year ago, abolish the police, that you would say, no, there's going to be a movement of people saying to get rid of police. And now look, it's totally normal. Many people want to abolish the police. Elected officials to Congress want to, want to abolish the police. They think they don't know what will come after the police. Again, it's, it's just what I said above. You know, just disintegrate disintegration, just, just take down everything, take down, rewrite the way society is, and it'll be better just because it won't be the old way. We don't know what comes next, but it will be better. And so abolish the police, yes, something better will come about when we have a complete chaos in the streets, yes. So for those of you who think abolish the suburbs uh, was an exaggeration by Trump trying to vilify the Democrats, eh, give it a year. Give it a year, and maybe that will be a – people will say, no, no, people shouldn't be – we shouldn't have suburbs anymore. And it's it's racist to have – suburbs are racist. Suburbs are racist. And as I've said before, um, in, in in Baltimore and in and in Detroit, I'm pretty sure also, uh, but definitely in Baltimore, there are black suburbs. There are, are black people who fled Baltimore City, who couldn't take Baltimore City, and and, they, and so people when people hear suburbs, they think oh whiteness again, just what I said. But Woodlawn and Randallstown, if anyone's from Baltimore now, those are black suburbs. They're not in Baltimore City. Those are in Baltimore County. Those are are predominantly i mean woodlawn what is it 90 percent, 100 black or something like that i don't know and for years for years woodlawn has been black for 30 years or something like that uh randall's town quite some time also uh, so abolish the suburbs it doesn't just gonna uh, hurt white people there's there's a you know not not everyone has to live in the city okay people should have a choice to live in the, in the country in the city wherever they want to live that's that's what freedom is okay and fascism is when you say no you're not not allowed to live here anymore. For the good of the country, you almost live in these little pods in the city. And yes, I know, the whole term abolished the suburbs. It sounds so silly. To, to give it a year. <laughs> so here in Asheville, Asheville made the national news. Uh, they unanimously passed, the, the city council uh, unanimously passed a resolution. Um, it doesn't mandate direct payments. Instead, it will make investments in areas where black residents face disparities, so they called it reparations. They 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 approved the reparations uh, package, but it is not a. Di- <laughs> they, I, I can't. they got they got themselves in the news. Okay, they didn't approve the city of Asheville writing checks to all the black residents. They approved of the city of Asheville uh, funding some programs that uh, supposedly help black uh, residents get rid of. Uh, disparities. So that's not, when we hear reparations, we're th- we think about, you know, every black person in America gets a check for, uh, because their ancestors were slaves. Uh, but so Ash- Ashwell said they passed some reparations, but that's not what it is. It's uh, helping out black programs. Okay. So just, just want to clear that up, but I think we'll hear, and they, they would never do the direct check thing because they don't have the, they don't have the money. It's a city, <laughs> well, I mean, they could really start to tax residents a lot, but, but to write every, uh, black resident, a check in, in a, uh, in a city would cost a lot of money and it might be unconstitutional right now. It probably is. <laughs> so it's, it's only on the federal level would it work. And I think, uh, well, first of all, uh, abolish the suburbs is, uh, more radical than, than, uh, giving every black person a check in America. So I'm pretty sure we'll have some sort of reparations one day, uh, because, <laughs> because I am pretty sure there's going to be some people screaming about abolishing. So sub- now the suburbs aren't being abolished. by the way. I do not believe the suburbs will be abolished. I do think people will call for suburbs being abolished. Uh, but uh, people are, have been calling for reparations for many, many years. And, uh, and, and, and only the federal government really can do it because only the federal government can print the money uh, and I, I think it will I think something will happen I think that it's just the, the way things are uh, are trending and everything uh, so I mean I'm not <laughs> I'm in Bitcoin okay so if they're gonna if they're gonna you know print trillions and trillions of more dollars uh, I mean to possibly double the, the, the money supply for, for a reparations, uh, program. All right. I'm in Bitcoin. So I'm fine. I own that. That's a real asset. I mean, you prepare for people. You don't get outraged. Okay. This is what we talked about at the beginning of the video. You're going to say, I oh, mean, it's outrageous. Every, every black person in America is getting a, hundred thousand dollar check. That's horrible. I'm, I'm going to go crazy. Instead, you know, it's, if you know, it's going to happen and you'll know it's going to happen when it's going to happen. Um, I mean, it'll be a pre, it'll be a long debate. Uh, but you, as a white person, as a black person, as any as any person, you make sure you've got as many real assets as possible at that point. That you are not valuing your wealth in dollars, okay? And you'll be fine. Because <laughs> that's that's all all it will boil down to. If there's ever ever a reparations program, it's just going to be a money printing program. All right. So think of it that way. It's, Instead of thinking like, well, it's racist to do this, and it is, it's, 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 it's picking, uh, it's picking one race over another. Saying you, and then how did they define uh, which which black person? If, if they came from Jamaica in a certain year, do they get one? I mean, the whole the whole thing's ridiculous. But you don't worry about that aspect of it. Okay, you don't you don't get caught in the whole political uh, drama narrative of it. You, it's it's a financial program a government financial program. So you put yourself in the position where you will not be hurt by it at all. And that is by, at that point, owning real assets like Bitcoin, uh, real estate if you, if you want to. I mean, there's gold and all that. I'm a Bitcoin guy. That That's why it's, uh, you know, the Bitcoin meister, pound that like one. Now, oh, here's some, some organic turmeric. I, I showed you guys my organic uh, turmeric you cut up open the little root and it's orange inside and it smells so good it smells so good okay to me it smells good at least and so I've oh, I've theorized about this there are some some people out there they love when you're burning those like blue or green candles that you buy at Walmart that have the fake smell to them they' it's supposed to smell like a cherry or like an apple but, but it's it's totally chemical. It's totally chemical. But some people love that stuff. And if they smell meat or chicken or fish, especially fish cooking, they'll be like, oh, that's gross. That's gross. So I, th- this is the world we, we've entered today where there's people now are trained to like these chemical, unnatural chemical smells over what's natural, the, the real food. So I, I do wonder if – The people like for me, I can walk into a room sometimes and I can smell like the 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 soap or the chemicals that were just used there. I mean, and it's noxious to me. It's just I, I wonder if people that have those reactions, who their sense of smell is is in tune to disgusting chemicals. All right, all right, guys. We had a bad connection there for a second. I don't know how long we had the bad connection there for. Sorry about that. It went it went down for a little bit. Sorry about that. Um, but but what I was talking about about smells. If if the people that are in tune with uh, they they can they can smell a bad chemical and they know that it's bad. If they are if they are healthier than people who think you know those fake Walmart candles those fake smells from Walmart candles are good it's it's interesting it's it, it, but i mean i'm pretty happy that i i am not grossed out when i smell fish cooking i know it, it's natural that's it's it's in that it's a natural thing i mean i've seen people someone has cooked fish and then they light one of those candles to get rid of the smell of the fish and i thought I like, that is disgusting that is disgusting man all right uh what there was something else i was going to say there but all right yeah I do, I do wonder if the people who are grossed out by real food cooking, if they, if they are not as healthy as the people who are, who can appreciate it and who do not like the smell of Walmart. <laughs> uh, oy, all right. Got, yeah, avoid, avoid, I think if you're breathing in those candles a lot too, right? That can't be good for you. That cannot be good to just be just around all those chemicals as i said to people i just use baking soda man i don't use toothpaste at all that that i if i used real toothpaste again i'd probably get ill uh just it, it's just i can taste all the chemicals and it. it's, it's gross and 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 baking soda does the job all right we're, we're almost at an hour here i'm getting to the point let's get to it market ticker carl Deniger i link i'm going to link to three of his uh latest articles he has been great He's been right from the start. He still says, and I agree that it's mostly a fecal oral transmission, that these masks don't do anything, that it's not airborne that much. It might be airborne a little bit, the virus. Uh, and he says 50% of the population has partial or complete immunity. All mod- all the models from day one are BS. And there are articles finally coming out, and he's been seeing this for a while. There is some cross-immunity. If you had some other type of coronavirus, you're not going to get this one, okay? And that uh, CNN doesn't talk about that. I mean, Fox News doesn't even talk about that, I don't think. Uh, so he, he's been just spitting out the truth from the start, and so I, I'm going to link to it below. But the, the, those are the main points, people. Um, it's not floating in the air. Wash your hands if you're scared about it, but there's probably a great big chance that a huge chunk of the population, including yourself, are immune to it because you already got you already got something related to it a year ago. Hey, Adam, just heard that one of the couples who live on my, our floor have not let their two- and four-year-old out of the apartment since uh, the lockdown started here the first week of March. Insanity. I believe you are correct the next virus they exaggerate will most certainly be one that affects children. The whole thing is going to create a generation of angry, anxious, mentally unstable children who will grow up to be adults who create more issues. I I feel terrible for uh, a two and a four year old kid that have not been out of their apartment since the lockdown started the first week in March. Those people are, those kids are going to be driven crazy and there's probably a lot of kids like that in big cities and it, that's not good for their immune system either. Okay, so if there is some another uh, disease that comes around, they're not gonna they're gonna be more susceptible to it in the future. Okay, if you're locked in an, in, a, in a sterile apartment for months on end, you're not training your immune system for future attacks. Okay, so those kids, if they let them go out and play now, they're not gonna get the virus. Okay, and they're not gonna get sick from it. But by keeping them in a sterile environment for so long. Maybe the next flu they get might be really bad for them. So it, it, it's not only driving them crazy mentally, okay? It's just driving them crazy mentally. You don't do that to a child. Lock them in a, an apartment for, for months on end. But for their immune system, it's no good either. There was a, uh, a lot of people were sharing a picture of Senator Ted Cruz on an airplane. I think he was like sipping from a, a drink and he didn't have his mask on. So they were trying to shame him. And they were like screaming at American Airlines, and people were saying, "How could people fly? Airlines should be banned!" And just it's just insanity. And they and I said, I, "I Ted Cruz is awesome for doing this. He shouldn't have to wear a mask on a plane." And he, but what people forgot is that he already had the virus. So who cares if he's wearing a mask or not? He doesn't have the virus. He had it months ago, so he can't spread it. So why are you shaming him for wearing a mask? Well, just because you're part of that culture, the, the virus panicked Karen culture. It's unbelievable. And so I, I mean, I just said, no, it's ridiculous. Let him let him do what he's gonna do. And I left it at that. And people try to reply, I don't I don't reply, I don't get in an argument. I just straight up keep on I keep putting the truth out there, people, that it's it's hysteria. And I leave it at that. If people call me names, I say I don't care. And I just move on. I never get into those Twitter replies with people where people get in those Twitters back and forth, back and forth. I, ne- I don't reply to anyone's Twitter ever. I just tweet something. If people want to reply to it, they can reply to it. If people want to send me a DM, they can send me a DM. That's rare that people send me a DM, but it's, like, it's more about virtue signaling and challenging. Oh, someone who doesn't agree with the narrative. And here's a comment from uh, the market ticker comment section. I thought it was good. Uh, after Trump leaves office, you won't hear another word about the virus, except when a government employee wants to fake post-COVID syndrome in an attempt to make a fraudulent claim for long-term disability benefits. And from that, that actually answers a question that was asked by someone beforehand, uh, and, I, and I answered it, that yes, it, when, when Trump is gone, this whole virus will be forgotten about, But the except there will be people out there, the hypochondriacs of the, of the world, many of them who work for the government, they will come up with something called post, uh, post-virus post syndrome. It'll be fake. They'll just say, like, yeah, I'm still sick from it, so I'm going to sue you and you're going to have to give me money because I still sort of have it even though there's no test saying that I have anything and I'm perfectly fine because I'm just a hypochondriac and I built I bought into hypochondriac uh culture during a 2020 and now 2021. I'm just going to stretch it out and just try to milk it for everything it's worth and steal money and sue people over it when I don't have anything. So yeah, get used to that. A uh, lot of uh, uh, government bureaucrats and uh, just people making up a post virus syndrome saying uh, that they're, they're, they're never going to be the same and they need a financial restitution. And Governor Newsom of California shut California down. And a good theory on that. Was that uh, one reason he's doing it, it? It's gonna it's gonna hurt the California economy. California will be even more in the hole, and it will put more pressure on the federal government to give him a bailout. It's not about protecting people at all at this point, of course. Um, it never was, but to shut this is uh, California is like what the sixth or fifth largest economy on the planet Earth on its own. Okay, and so he shuts it down again. Uh, he's gonna need. He's got – he's trying to create leverage over Trump to get just, – just to give in and just say, hey, OK, California, you're getting the bailout. Everyone's getting the bailout, OK? So I think that's an interesting theory on, on why he's uh, doing this or uh, he just likes the power. And OK, we want to talk about that. All right. Oh, finally, good news. I'll leave it with good news uh, from Israel. Uh, Israel doctor claims to reverse aging with pure oxygen treatment all right pure oxygen treatment uh, it it made uh, people over 65 feel younger look younger or something like that they're working on anti-aging stuff I I love to hear that good job whoever you are in in Israel I hope other countries they're working on other anti-aging technology Uh, it's, it's good it's, that, that that that's something to be happy about a happy story uh, we all age we all eventually you're going to kick the bucket uh and uh, it's if if life extension can be uh life extension is something is, is cool man it's 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 a uh, a great field to get into uh and i hope more people get into it and it's it's very productive very productive for society for the and for the people who uh are uh, working on it too. So good job. Life extension, age, anti-aging. Good luck. There's some stories there. There's there there it is. All right, that is the end of the show. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Myster, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video. This is the backup channel. Remember to subscribe to the backup channel. And the main channel, disruptmeister.com. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T tech ball on Twitter. I will say hi to you dudes in the uh in the chat. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.